Hello everyone and welcome to Dishing Up with Dina. This is my very first episode and I would be lying if I said I wasn't nervous because I am very nervous. This is something I have never done before and it's definitely out of my comfort zone. I feel like I'm going to be babbling this whole episode but I guess we'll see where it takes me. I wanted to do this first episode just on me. All about me, who I am, what my passions are, what my purpose is, and all that good stuff about me. I hope that in learning a little bit more about me, you'll be able to feel connected to me through my episodes. Well, I am Dina and I currently live in Iowa. I have been here most of my life and I have a love-hate relationship with Iowa to say the least. But for the most part, I guess I can say that I love it. I have a daughter and she's going to be five in April. I can't even believe that she's going to be five and going into kindergarten. It feels like I just brought her home yesterday. It feels like I just found out I was pregnant and I was telling everybody and now boom, she's like five. It's crazy how time just flies by and it's so sad, but at the same time, I'm very excited, you know, to see where she's going to go, where life is going to take her and I'm glad that I'm going to be a part of all of that for her. Um... Yeah, she's so she is starting kindergarten in August, and I'm so 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 nervous for her just because she is the type of little girl that is nervous at first, but then she talks to others. But I know the first couple of days are going to be really hard for her, just how it was when I uh, switched her to a different daycare that was closer to my work. She was so nervous the first day, and I felt so bad for her and. I kept calling every day. They're like, she's fine, she's fine, just a little shy, but now she loves it. Now she doesn't even want to give me hugs or kisses when I drop her off. And that makes me feel good because I know that she loves it there. And I'm hoping it'll be the same when I drop her off for school in the fall. So I've been with my significant other for almost eight years. And that is another thing that I can't believe has happened so fast. Um, I like remember moving in with Rudy and you know thinking to myself I really hope this all works out because to be honest we did move really fast I mean we got together and then we moved in and then like six months later he deployed to Afghanistan and then I was by myself for almost a year so it was it was really fast but when I look back at it I don't think I would have done it any differently Um, we've been through a lot a lot in the eight years that we've been together and um Looking back at it, I think all the stuff that we have been through has helped shape us for who we are today, and that is something that I'll always cherish, you know, all the hard times that we did have, and the good times, it all was a lesson to me, I feel like, and I've definitely learned a lot from everything that him and I have been through, Um, and we have a daughter, Mia, a house. We also have a Furby named Ginger. She's a little Yorkie and she is the love of our lives. She is so much fun and Mia absolutely adores her. And um, when we first got her, I wasn't so sure, but Mia wanted a dog. And um, we tried it once before and it didn't go very well. And uh, my friend was actually selling her dog. And when I saw her, I was like, oh my gosh, Mia would love that dog. So we finally got her and they've been best friends ever since and she loves to cuddle and she loves Mia. So let's talk a little bit more about me. 
Um, I currently work as a behavior intervention specialist at a middle school, and I absolutely love, love my job. It is one of my biggest passions, um, working with youth, and I have worked with youth for some time now, and I enjoy it so much. I love being able to build relationships with all the kids that I work with, and I love being able to be the support and help for the youth that I come encounter with. Um, each youth that I do, me and that I do work with, I try to build a really strong relationship with them from the beginning just because I know a lot of times the kids that I do work with, they don't have that support and love at home. So I try to be that for them because I know um, when they're going through a hard time or you know something is bothering me that they will come to me if I have that relationship built with them so that's why it's so important for me to you know start building that strong relationship right away um, as soon as I meet them because I know later down the road they're gonna need my support and they're gonna need my help and they're gonna trust me that way um, you know that I've already made that relationship with them they're gonna trust that I can help them and vice versa you know because a lot of the kids that I do meet a lot of them help me in some way too like if I'm struggling throughout my day or I'm just having a bad day a lot of times the kids that I work with they can change that for me just by a simple hug or just by asking me you know to help them with an assignment or take them somewhere or you know go to the library so I think both of us both of the parties like me and the kids help each other in so many ways and that is just something I'm very huge on and I love I love kids. I've always loved kids ever since um, I started my degree in criminal justice. And when I finished all my degrees, I knew that I wanted to work with kids. That was never changing, and it never did. So I'm glad that I'm able to work at a school where, you know, I can make a difference. You know, sometimes it doesn't feel like I'm making a difference, but I know that at the end of the day, everything that I do and everything that the kids see me do is all for them so that's what I always go home with even if it is a really stressful day um and I guess another thing about me is I'm very very huge on family um family means so much to me and I've always been like this growing up my mom made sure that my brother and I knew that family was very important and that when you lose friends you always have family so that is something just that I've always known and I mean I see my family every day I talk to my mom every day I talk to my brother every day his wife um, everybody and that's something I want you know Mia and my future kids to have as well I want them to be able to um, have a strong family and I want them to come to us every day um, like I do with my mom and I know my mom probably sometimes gets like annoyed that I call her like six or seven times a day but when I was younger I never did um, you know when I was younger my mom and I always argued or we you know we argued about me going somewhere or me going to a friend's house and you know after I moved out and had my own kid um, I noticed and I realized that all the stuff that my mom did was for a good reason and you know I just hope that I can be a great mom like she is you know one day and um, just love my family so much and they're a different kind I think family um, a lot of people 
will say, oh my gosh, you guys are so close. Do you really talk to your mom that much? Do you see your mom and dad that much? Why do you need to? Um, I mean, to me, I don't think it's like weird that I see them every day or talk to them every day because I feel like that's just a habit of mine. Um, you know, I get off work, I pick me up, and I go see my family. And that's just an everyday thing for me. So I can see why a lot of people are like, oh my gosh, why would you go see them every day? Um, and a lot of people do say that to me, which I think is weird. If you ask me, like, why wouldn't you want to see your family every day? I don't know. To me, it's just like a natural thing, you know. And like, I know a lot of people that do reach out to me, um, you know, they don't have that family support. So I can understand why they would think that because they've never had that. But people that do have families and reach out to me and say that, I'm just like, why? Why don't you want to see your family every day? I see my family every day and I love it um but I guess everybody is different and nothing wrong with that so I'm just you know I've known this ever since I was little and um you know when we came over from Bosnia we all kind of stayed close together like my cousins my aunts and uncles so I don't know maybe it's just like a Bosnian thing maybe I don't know, but um, I want Mia, you know, like I said, and my future kids to be, you know, the way that I am. I want them to understand how important family is and how we need to support each other no matter what, and to me, that is very important, so I will make sure that Mia is like that, you know, and my future kids. So a little bit more on the fun side, I guess, more facts about me. Um, I'm a huge, huge holiday season lover like the holidays are my jam I love them so much and every time that the holiday season comes around my heart is just so happy because it just brings so much joy to me I love seeing other people happy and I love love being able to make people happy um and I've always been a huge holiday lover I think just um growing up and going to a very diverse school like you know us Bosnians we don't celebrate Christmas or like Thanksgiving or Halloween or any of the major holidays we we just don't so to me um I felt like when I was like in elementary school I kind of missed out on that stuff but um I think my mom started to realize like you know she could do the same stuff that my American friends were doing and she did um you know, my mom would put up lights, and my mom would put up the tree, and put um, presents, and all that fun stuff, so I think that's when a lot of my love for it started, just because seeing my mom do that for me was something very special for me, and you know, now I can do it to my Mia and my future kids, so um, when the holidays come around, I'm like ready like I want to go shopping I want to get all my stuff done and I want to get lights up the Christmas tree up if I could I would put the Christmas tree up all year honestly and just change the colors for every holiday that we have um but Rudy is not that way he's not a big um holiday person I don't think but he really tries you know for like myself and Mia and it's the sweetest thing um but Halloween is my favorite holiday uh, it always has been, and it's, I think, Mia's favorite, just because uh, it's mine, and I talk about it a lot, and I decorate my house, and I find a lot of stuff for my house, and 
um, for like the holiday season at Dollar Tree just because it's it's very cheap and when I'm done using it I just put it in a bin and take it out next year so and Mia loves that too Mia loves to be able to go to the store with me and pick out like Halloween stuff or pick out the like holiday stuff and it's just really sweet it's like our bonding time um but and I'm big on like Christmas very big on Christmas and I make sure that you know Mia has a good Christmas and you know that Rudy does too and you know sometimes I go all out and I probably shouldn't go all out as much as I do some years but it's just so hard for me like like I said I when the holiday season comes I just want to go shopping that's all I want to do shop 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 and get everybody stuff that they deserve um and sometimes it's hard for me though because like Rudy will ask like what do you want for Christmas and I don't even know half of the time because he already buys me everything that I you know want so I really have to think hard about my Christmas list and Mia gives us one too like a bunch of toys and books and you know all the little girl things that she wants um but yeah I think the holiday season is something that like I will always always cherish because that is when a lot of memories are made with your families and your friends and it's a it's a time I think for a lot of people to connect with others and connect with you know people that they lost contact with you know or people that they want to reconnect with and I think that's a great time to do it I mean I guess any time is a great time but the holiday season I think just makes it more special and I love being able to you know wake up on Christmas morning and open presents with Mia and Rudy and you know wear our matching PJs and do all that fun stuff and then you know head over to like his families and do that with them and I just want everybody to have that and I know not a lot of people do so I feel I feel bad for a lot of people in the world and Rudy's always like babe you can't feel bad for everybody you know um you can't help everybody and I really want to like really bad like I want to help everybody and if I could I honestly would um but I know that I can't and I try to do the best that I can um so now that you know I have my own daughter and you know she's half Muslim and she's half Christian you know the holiday time is kind of like you know should I celebrate this or should I not you know just because you know she is half Muslim and half Christian but I was like yeah we're gonna do it like we're gonna celebrate every holiday because I want her to and we have ever since I had her um we celebrated I mean she was I think like six months old when I first took her um trick-or-treating and she was a little bee so and I want her to know that even though she is half Muslim and half Christian that she can still celebrate the um the holiday season and not feel bad about it because a lot of my family doesn't and I don't want her to feel bad about it so and I keep telling her that and you know she loves the holiday season just loves it and when we put the Christmas tree up she is like in love and she wants to help us and you know she wants to play out in the snow and just do all the fun things that 
you know, I did when I was growing up with my mom. Um, so a little bit about my podcast. So you know that it's called The Shingle Up with Dina. Um, and I've been working on this for a really long time. And it was just a huge dream of mine. I never took that next step to actually do it. You know, I was always afraid of what people were going to say, um, you know, or for my voice to be heard. I was very, very afraid of judgment. And, you know, in today's society, no matter what you do, people are going to talk about you. If you're doing something good, if you're doing something bad, you know, people are always going to have something to say. And that was something that I really needed to work on personally and get over because at the end of the day, none of that matters if you're doing what you love. And this is something that I love. You know, I love talking and I'm such a people person and, you know, I want people to feel inspired when they listen to me, you know, or when they read my blog or, you know, if they follow me on social media and the stuff that I post, I want people to hear me and I want people to understand, you know, the stuff that I've been through because the stuff that I will be talking about on my podcast are things that people have been through and things that people just don't ever talk about. You know, for example, like in the last few years, I have been through so much like relationship issues, fertility, depression, anxiety, and every else, everything else that you can think of, I have been through that. And for me, talking about stuff like that is relieving. I like being able to talk about that stuff because it helps me get a lot of that stuff off my chest. But I know that there's people, you know, that don't want to talk about that stuff because they don't want to feel judged and they're scared of what others are going to say. And, you know, I want people to feel comfortable talking about that stuff, you know, and I've had a lot of people reach out to me about, you know, them going through their depression or, you know, anxiety and all these other kind of problems that you could have. People have reached out to me, and I love when people do because I'm never going to judge anybody for anything that they're going through because chances are I've already been through something like that. And, you know, a lot of times, like, the depression and anxiety, people don't believe in that, I feel like. I mean, my family didn't for such a long time. And after I had my daughter, um, I think my, my family started to, like, see that, you know, I'm not making this stuff up. I'm not just telling you that I'm just crying for no reason. Like it was depression and it was really, really hard for me. And, um, you know, my parents come from Bosnia. I mean, you know, back when they were growing up, they didn't have depression. Like nobody knew what that was. Um, you know, so when we came to America and I started to go through stuff like that, um, after I had my daughter, I think they finally realized, like, you know, this is something real, and this is something that, you know, our daughter needs help with, so that's stuff I like, that's stuff I want to talk about, and, you know, like, fertility issues, because I've had issues, you know, I've had two miscarriages, and, um, you know, I just want people to talk about these topics, and just not push them under the rug, or, you know, think that they're going to get judged because they're talking about it, and, I never want people to feel like that. I want people to talk about it. And, you know, I'm going to have people on my podcast that are going to have some very touchy subjects to talk about. And, you know, that's okay because I want people to 
had their voices heard about stuff that they've been going through, you know, and, um, you know, I created this podcast and my blog so that people that listen and read, they'll feel inspired and have motivation that they need in their lives, you know, cause some days I don't have any motivation to do anything. And, um, a lot of times it takes a lot of self-talking to, for me at least to get out of bed or to get up or to do something, you know, and I want, um, I just want everybody that is going through something in their lives or that are struggling with something just to come to my little space on the web and listen to my episode and laugh a little bit or, you know, cry if you need to because I do sometimes and I think it helps. Um, and I just want my listeners um, to feel like a sense of hope and peace when they listen and like that's just my biggest dream. I just want to help people. I want to help people through their struggles in their lives. I want to help people find their voices and for a really long time when I was coming up with my podcast, I didn't know if I wanted to have a gear towards more like the motherhood community or just in general. You know, and the more that I think about it, the more I want it just to be like for the general general population not just more towards motherhood you know yes I am going to have episodes you know just specifically for motherhood and for life and everything else in between and I just want this podcast to be for everybody I just don't want it to be for mothers or um you know mothers to be or and that stuff I want it to be for everybody and I think that everybody will find something that they like you know um And I will be talking about some very touchy things and, you know, touchy things for me even, you know, like I've never shared like my depression story or, um, you know, my relationship problems. And I've talked a little bit about my postpartum depression that I dealt with, um, but I never really went into like detail about that. And I think I'll do a separate episode on that because that was a really, really hard time in my life. And that's a touchy subject for me because I never even really talked about that. Um, like all the details, like I've said stuff about it, but just never really got into all the like detail that happened and all the stuff that happened and how it happened and, you know, how I felt during all of that. And, you know, and I want people to listen to that episode and, hope that they can relate because I know a lot of people a lot of women they do go through postpartum depression and now and not a lot of them talk about it and I want them to be able to talk about it because I feel like there's nothing wrong with that I think that a lot of women deal with that and women should feel comfortable saying stuff about their postpartum depression I feel like and for me when I started to talk about it a little bit I um felt a little bit better I was still kind of closed off a little bit because people would ask like very personal questions about it and I at that time I just wasn't ready to answer but now that I'm doing my podcast and now that you know I want to help people and I want people to you know to relate to my episodes I will talk about all that stuff you know and how it all happened and you know I hope that people will um 
you know, understand postpartum a little bit more, even if you haven't been through postpartum, you will, I hope you will still understand it after you listen to my episode. And, you know, I know it's going to be a really hard episode for me just because, um, it's really hard for me to talk about. And, you know, I just, it's just really hard for me to talk about it. And, you know, I hope that, you know, throughout my episode, I'm able to, you know, connect with someone that is on the other side listening to me. And, you know, if they reach out, I'm more than willing to talk to them and help them with any way that I can. Um, So I have like a few episodes, I guess, planned for my podcast, but I'm really not sure about future episodes because I really don't know um you know how I want to go about this if I want to make it um like a timeline type thing or if I just want to talk about you know the topics that I just have um you know I will have people on my podcast and I hope that you know anybody who wants to be on my podcast they'll reach out to me and I will more than happy have you on my podcast you know I want people to come on here and have their voices heard and I want them to feel comfortable and, you know, I will, I will be, um, happy that people will come to me and if people come to me and they want to be on my podcast. And like I said earlier, um, I hope people will laugh during some of my podcasts because I can be serious at times, but there's other times where I'm like really funny. Like, you know, I like to make people laugh and, um, you know, some of my episodes will be funny and I hope that people will laugh on the other end and some will be very serious so with all that being said I'm just very excited that I'm actually doing this and this has been such a long time for me to actually have courage to do this because like I said earlier I just was afraid of judgment and um you know I sent a friend a message not too long ago a very like not long message but just a message asking about his podcast and you know how things were going and stuff and you know and the response that I got back you guys was so like overwhelming but in a good way that I literally the next day decided I wanted to take that next step and do a podcast that's how powerful his message was and you know he has his own podcast and he's so great and Without him, I don't think that I would have been able to take that next step that I did. Um, You know, in his message, he said things like, people will always judge you no matter what you do. People will always talk about you no matter what you do. And that is so true because people talk about me all the time. Even if I'm doing something good or if I'm doing something, you know, that they might not like, people will always find a reason to talk to you, talk about you, I feel like. And, um, a lot of the things that he said in his message really stuck to me. Um, he, one thing he said is, we'll never escape judgment. So if you know you'll get judged anyways, just pick that one that makes you happier. So right there, you know, um, was my like light bulb that went off. Like, Dina, just go do this. Who cares what people say? Who cares what? Oh, 
other, you know, podcasters are going to say. And I think my big thing was like, there's so many podcasts out there like mine already. Like, who's going to listen to me? You know, who's going to listen to a girl from Iowa, like a small town in Iowa? Like, come on. You know, that's that was like my mindset. And then like my fiance Rudy was saying, babe, just do it, babe, just do it. Like you like to talk, you like, um, you like to help people and all this stuff, just do it. And I always, and I always was like, no, like, you know, I don't want people to listen to me and stuff like that. And after I sent that message to my friend and then I spoke to Rudy, all that they said together just was like, okay, Dina, just go do it. Just go do it. So I did. And here we are. I'm you know, my first episode, and I'm sure I've probably been babbling on and on, um, which is fine, but, um, so I just want to say that if there is something that you want to do in life, you know, if it's blogging, if it's a podcast, YouTube, you know, whatever it is, go for it, just do it, um, take that step, and if you're afraid to take it, message me, and I'll send you some words of encouragement, and um just go for it life is so short um and just do it that's all I gotta say is just do it because you know for me I didn't want to look back like 10 years from now and and be like man I should have really started that podcast or that blog or um you know whatever the case is in your situation so that's why I just started it you know I'm still young I can still do this and um me like recording my episodes and me doing this just makes my heart so happy and I love that I'm able to you know make people laugh and even if it's not through my episodes that I'm making you laugh or cry you know if you follow me on social media which I love social media and I'm big on social media I hope that my writing and, you know, all my posts make you guys happy because, you know, one day I want to make this into something bigger. And I have so many, like, fun things planned for, you know, dishing up with Dina and, um, you know, my blog, my social media. There's just so many things that I want to do. And it's just, like, so overwhelming in my head. I'm, I'm always, like, jotting down stuff, all the stuff that I want to do, you know, and later on this year, you know, I will be releasing, um, like, merchandise for Dishing Up with Dina, you know, I plan to have, like, shirts and stuff, and, you know, I hope that people will support it, um, so that'll come out probably towards the, um, probably in, like, the fall time, just because, uh, I have to, like, work on it, and I'm so picky, like, I want everything just to be perfect, and, like, let me tell you guys a quick story. So I've recorded this episode at least, like, six times. And I re-listen to everything, and I just hate how I sound, and I redo it. Um, and I write everything out before I even record an episode, so I know what I'm going to talk about. You know, if I'm doing an episode by myself, like, I know what I'm going to talk about, and I still get really nervous and just go babbling off. Like, half of the stuff that I've written down for this episode, I need to talk about. Um, so... To me, I just want everything to be perfect. I want people to um, just love what I do. And um, I know that everything can be perfect. And I keep trying to tell myself that because I'm like driving myself crazy when I listen back to my episode and I hate how I sound or I hate the word that I used. But for me, this is just all 
raw, unfiltered, like, everything that I say is me. Like, I'm not going to make myself be something that I'm not, like, you know, I'm not that perfect cookie-cutter person. Like, that's just not me. Like, you know, I cuss a lot, and, you know, I have tattoos and piercings and all this other fun stuff. Like, that's me, and I'm not going to make my podcast into something that it's not. So, you know, if I let, um, like, the F-word slip or something like that, don't be alarmed because, like I said, it's all raw, unfiltered, um, real stuff, like, real stories and real things that, you know, I've been through or, you know, my guest has been through or stories that I found online, um, so... I just want you guys to know that this will be real stuff. It's not going to be fake. And, you know, like, I've listened to a lot of other podcasts. And a lot of their stuff that they talk about, you know, is very, like, professional. Or, you know, they, like, use big words. And, you know, they don't cuss and all that other stuff. And for me, that's just not who I am. Um, I just want people to, like, know me the like unfiltered Dina, the raw Dina, like all that. And I do cuss a lot though, let me tell you guys, I really do. So if I let those slip, I apologize in advance because, you know, I can't really help it and I really try. But like I said, this podcast will be unfiltered for the most part. Well, let me take that back. All of the part, it will be unfiltered and raw. So I hope you guys enjoy you know, my future episodes, and I will be posting um, my episodes on my blog as well each week that I do post, so I will be planning on posting each episode on Sunday, and I am a little backed up right now because, like I said earlier, you know, I'm so picky with how I want to edit things, and I just want everything to be perfect, Uh, but every episode will launch on Sundays if there's a change in date or something, you know, I will let you guys know um, on my social media and um, I will post every episode on my blog so you guys can find it easier, you know, if you are listening and keeping along with me. And, you know, um, I will be sharing a lot on here, like I said. I hope you guys are ready for this journey because I, you know, I am, I am and I'm very excited. And, you know, I hope that if you have listened to this episode so far because I've been just babbling, you know, I hope that you continue to listen and support me and support that what I do and you know at the end of the day this is something that I love to do this is something that you know I know that I'm made for because I like to talk a lot like I said and like you probably have seen me talk if you know me personally you know I like to talk and I'm just a very people person like I can talk to anybody so this is one thing that to me is very important And I try to take this podcast and my blog very seriously, but with everything that is going on in the world, um, it's kind of hard, especially with, you know, the coronavirus that's going on now. It's been really hard for me to get up and do an episode. Um, I had this episode recorded like three weeks ago, and I didn't like the way I edited it. And, you know, I'm sitting down recording this, and... The world outside of me is crumbling down. So many places are on shutdown. Stores are closed. States are on lockdown. Borders are closed. Um, 
it's just very scary. So, um, what better way to be in quarantine than record episodes, I guess. And, you know, I just want to say that all those people that are affected by the coronavirus, um, and that have lost somebody due to that, or, you know, are stuck somewhere, just know that, you know, I'm praying for you and, you know, I'm praying for a whole, whole world because this is really scary and, you know, like I said earlier, I work as a behavioral interventionist and I'm off for the next four weeks because of this. And it makes me really sad because a lot of the kids that I work with, they don't have a lot. And for them to be off for four weeks is really scary, really scary to me. Um, you know, because I don't know like what the home life is and that just is something so scary. And I try not to think about it. But at the same time, I do because I really love all the students that I work with. But this is very scary. And I get on the news or like I'll get on Facebook and that's all people are talking about. And as much as I love social media, you know, right now I don't because every time I go on social media, that's all people talk about. And I'm not saying that they shouldn't. But for me, when I see stuff like that or I see that somebody had died because of this, it just really breaks my heart breaks my heart for that family because you know this is very serious and you know in my town like my parents owned a restaurant and they had to shut down um a lot of our stores are shut down like the mall or tj maxx is shut down and when we really think about it and we sit back and we realize like you know this is like very serious we could be on lockdown at you know any moment um so I just try to stay calm, you know, and I've been praying, praying that this thing goes away because I just want everything to get back to normal, you know, like, I know, like, a lot of people will say, oh, wow, like, four weeks off, you know, that's great, we just to relax, you know, but, like, I want to go back to work, I want to, I want to go back to work because I want everything to be back to the way it was, and it's not, and, um, you know, these next four weeks, I'm really going to take the time to you know, connect, like, with myself, and connect with others, and, you know, try to help others, you know, as much as I can, and I try to stay inside as much as I can, you know, especially with having a daughter, but it's just really hard, and, um, you know, I know a lot of people are affected by this, you know, they've either lost their jobs, or they're not getting paid, whatever the case is, it's just very, very sad, and, you know, um, right before we went on spring break from school, we, wa- we were watching a movie, and it was kind of similar to this. The lady was in China, and she came home, and she had some kind of virus, and she died, and her kid died, and all these people started dying, and um, it's just so scary to me because, like, I can't believe it's here. I never thought that something like this would happen here. Um, even after watching all these movies, like, who would have thought this would have happened, you know, here, and, you know, it would have made its way all the way to the United States, and just seeing all these people dying,